everybody. Welcome back to Gabriel's Flick Experience. I'm your host, as it says so on the title. So today I'm going to be talking about a retro movie from early 2001. And this is a movie that has spawned a franchise that just went from slightly good to almost a little bit of over-the-top, a little bit overrated action pile of craziness. Let's just call it all of that. And that is The Fast and the Furious, which was directed by Rob Cohen, and it was written by Gary Scott Thompson, Eric Bergquist, and David Ayer. And it also stars Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, and Jordana Brewster. Yep, this is a good early cast back in 2001 at that time. Vin Diesel was barely recognizable since we've only seen him in Chronicles of Riddick and Simon Private Ryan, and Paul Walker has been in a little few films, but this is the movie that launched them into become like famous movie stars even even till today. Now, let me, let me tell you this. I'm not usually a huge fan of the Fast and Furious series because the first time when I discovered Fast and Furious was mostly from the arcade. If those For those of you that have been to an arcade, they always have the Fast and Furious like racing car video game and that and I always and I always go to it and play it all the time. Seriously, I literally spend all my card points like the game swiper and always play this game and I usually won most of the time at first place. It's just a really fun game. I didn't know they were movies at first until I discovered them years later. So I don't know know when exactly. Maybe I was like 16, 15 at the time when I first discovered the movies even though they've been around for a while now. So yeah. And not many people go back to the first movie because the first movie I would say it's underrated but it's also... If you, if for those of you that know Otis, this movie of, of the first Fast and Furious, it's basically the slightly remake of Point Break. Yep, it is. You could just tell from like they don't want to say the title Point Break, so they had to call it Fast and Furious. But either way, it's literally the Point Break of street eight racing. Almost the, the plot is basically the same. I mean, if you, I mean, if you look look at it and compare it, there is some originality in, in the first movie. Fast and Furious basically talks about uh, an undercover cop uh, played by Paul Walker who tracks down Vin Diesel's character named Dom Toretto as he plays this street racing like champ in um, his neighborhoods by only by the daytime and nighttime. Uh, but sometimes when he's not street racing, he goes out, out with his crew to steal CD players and DVD players from trucks. Basically, they're thieves. But keep in mind, they're not hurting anybody, and slowly throughout the movie, he performs like a close bond with Dom's character, character, and then they have like this very, very, you know, uh, you know, brother, brother-like like bond and stuff. And also, he does have a crush on Jordana Brewster, which is kind of interesting. I I think so. The movie Ubi starts off with Brian O'Connor, played by Paul Walker again. And goes to a de- goes to a deli shop as he's pretending he's an auto parts like delivery guy, uh, trying to get close with Dom Toretto. Mean and as soon as he knows that he has a lead that Dom is having a street race tonight, he goes there at the nighttime. And I really like the the first time I'm with the night street racing sequence. This is a really good uh, like setup that Rob Cohen, the director, did showing what. The nightlife street racing is like, because we, we always wanted to see what is what is a drag race like out at night, because one, it's illegal, too. You always have to have a time and place on where to set up the whole event, and, you know, 
Oh, so we get all we get to see this whole new culture of what underground drag racing is like. I mean, we got the girls, the cars, and then the people like partying with the techno music. Music. I mean, if you're a ra- if you're like a race car fan, and and you probably might enjoy enjoy this movie. I mean, I'm not interested in cars that much, but after seeing this, is like wow, this is this is really cool. Oh, I mean, I want to join in a street race, but even though it is kind of like fucking dangerous, but like. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it seems fun. So Brian is getting some um, popularity a little bit as he challenges Dom onto a street race and they're gambling for like a couple thousand dollars. The first racing sequence is so cool. It's like a, it's like almost like a, a quarter mile down to the down on the freeway off of the LA Boulevard, Boulevard somewhere in the LA County area. And it's like a really, really fast, like, like straight eight off the line they're like going with a max almost to like 100 miles per hour they're using nitro oxide oxide to power up the car and it's a really cool old racing event and how out the camera is just going from one racer to the the next as they're as they're literally dry i i mean getting ahead passing the other car and i always like like the opening scene and like right before when the race eight starts the racers just like go turn their head from one from one racer to the other as the camera just fades out uh going to brian brian loses the race since the nitro oxide wasn't strong enough dom wins the race and dom is like dude winning is winning you never go from an inch or a mile then the cops came in the whole street racing party escape apes i don't know where they like they like fly off Brian picks up Dom and takes him back to his house, earning some respect. Even though, oh, that Dom was always keep reminding him and that, hello, oh, I win your car since you play Ace to Bet. And next thing you know, oh, Dom's has another problem that he's not only getting away from the cops, he also has a little minor problem with a street with another street gang with named Johnny Trent, played by Rick Yoon. And somehow he has business with him that he kind of wants to owe him some business he had to run through back again so they take him to his house brian goes back to the police head out of course telling him what he knows so far and again and again the whole movie is just him and trying to go undercover getting close with don's crew but he also gets to know more about his fan and like don gives a backstory on that his dad was a professional like boxcar racer and somehow his dad tragically died from a racing accident he gets to tell from his side of the story why he beat up a janitor with a crowbar because he was angry that that was the guy that killed his father and that's why Dom is under the radar by the police because he committed an assault brian becomes aware of this and knows like you know maybe he's not an auto bat guy maybe if I don't want to arrest him, you know? So there's a little bit of a riff where Brian is self-doubting. It's like, should I really, really stay ick with the operation or should I just do my job and just book him, um, you know? Brian, as again, is trying to date with Mia, which is Dom Toretto's sister, played by Jordana Anna Brewster. And she, she is just like, you know, the innocent girl because she he has no idea of what her brother's doing outside hide of street eight racing and also like she's struggling just dealing with the her own family too like how they're dealing with the house and stuff so brian goes on a date with her and as you know they sleep together which is like that must have took them like i don't know a week or so you know and like i yep i knew oh they slept up to get other but 
whatever. So late, so late later on, Brian, Brian, Brian is still going to Dom's secret garage, knowing that if he's really the thief that's stealing the DVD play, there's Dom um, accuses him, thinking that he is. His cover is almost blown, huh? and then sadly enough. Rick, Rick Yoon's character, uh, which is Johnny Tran, the other gang member uh, that Dom um, knows, comes in into the, uh, the garage and they overhear the conversation talking about where the other engine parts that were delivered by him. So Brian, assuming that Rick Yoon's character is somehow uh, the main suspect, tries to arrest him. And then later we find out that this guy has nothing to do with the semi-truck stealing the CD player gang thing. It turns out uh, these guys just have large amounts of speeding tickets. And somehow Brian's case is like, you know, oh, off the hook. Thinking like, dude, I know, oh, it's Dom Toretto and you just don't want him in. So later on, we go to Race Wars, which is out in the airfield. And Michelle Rodriguez, I swear to God, she races this one person that almost looks like the lead singer for Rage Against the Machine. And Michelle Rodriguez's character as Eddie, she seems cool. She seems cool. She does not give a shit about, like, she doesn't take no shit from any anyone. Be eats him with the race with one lap and stuff. And I always like the part, like, even in the first street racing night, I actually... Hey, Dom is like hooking up with these other girls and she just goes up with a little bit of a bitchy attitude. She's just like, ow, I sell skanks. It's like, wow. She's like trying to have like that bad girl vibe. I've sort of, you know. Uh, so anyway, anyway, uh, the street, the race wars is going on well until Rick Yoon somehow uh, gets pissed off thinking that Dom called the cops on him. Him and there's a little, little fight I breaks out, out and then Dom denies that it was him. So later in the movie, Dom um, and his crew go out, out to hijack another semi-truck to steal some CD play here since this was supposed to be the last heist of the year. Brian confesses to Mia saying he's a cop. Mia's disappointed, but they don't have time to argue about this. And they go out after Dom. And we get this cool high-speed chase where they're about out to like rob this truck driver and when suddenly he takes out his shotgun and starts blasting these guys eyes off to his crew members try to get on the truck and he's hanging on on to on with his life and also getting shot from the shoulder brian comes in and with his toyota Supra that is brand new custom made goes swoops and tries to save his crew and luckily got out gets off the truck just in time but the high ice doesn't go oh well brian blows his cover by calling an ambulance on the helicopter and dom's not happy about it they head back to his home Hometown Brian notices that Dom is gonna get away. Stops by I just have us makes you rest when Dom is trying to say, Look, dude, I'm not running right now. I gotta find Jesse before they do. Dom's youngest crew member before Johnny Trent and comes in. Sadly, Jesse dies by a drive by shootout uh, by jo- by Johnny's gang and motorcycles, and then we get this cool high speed chase where Dom f- um, is finally gonna use the the Dodge Ram Charger car, even though he's never driven it before, so this was his first time. Brian catches up with Johnny Trans goon, shoots him down, and then Dom catches Johnny Trans in, and he shoots him down, and now the gang members are all dead. Brian notices that Dom is driving away, and we have this one final race where it's just Dom and Brian on the empty street, and Dom says, on green, I'm going for it. There's a cor- It's a quarter-mile race. Let's do this. And this is like a cool, like, one last mile aisle race to see who's going to be proving the winner here. 
And you know what this scene reminds me of? It's, it reminds me of the scene from the ending of Point Break where Johnny Utah catches Bo Odie before he's going to go off into this big, huge whip that Bodie was talking about. And he's just saying, hey, Johnny, man, just let me go. Let me do, let me catch this wave at least once before or I come in. Please, it's a once-in-a-lifetime event. That's literally what this is. On green, in they go. Oh, there's a high-speed train in coming this way. Hey, you really think they're going to beat the clock? Uh, and then, zoom! Oh, they beat the train just in time. It's like, like they're like playing chicken at the same time while shifting gears. And then, sadly, a semi-truck, but us is Dom's car. Uh, way up in the air, flips through and crashes. Luckily, Dom um, is alive. Brian goes check on, up on him. Now, do you think he's about to make the arrest? Sadly, he doesn't. The cops are coming this way. Dom's um, arm is hurting, and he's just like, screw it, man. Just take me. Just take me, and I, I, I don't care anymore. Or I kind of lost, but you won. Run. Brian gives him his Toyota supercar, and Dom um, is just like, wait, what is this? Now, as you, now remember, in the beginning of the first street race they had, uh, Dom... Um, said Ed, that hey, I owe you owe me a ten second car. Brian Ian gave him his word, takes the car and leave. Brian Ian lets him go and walks away. Brian at that moment was just saw like, fuck it, I quit being a cop. Same thing in Point Point Break, and I always wonder like, why are are police officers in movies? They always every time I'm like they they're on an undercover case. In the end of the movie, they're just like, screw it, I quit. I, I I just always question on that uh, because it's probably he's a rookie cop uh, and he's been working through this his whole life until finally he gets like the detective badge and after one mission he just says screw it I quit it so I I can understand that but then this launches the other let's say nine sequels of the movie and then we get this end credit song of Fast and Furious played by Jabril who's also a character in this movie so yeah. The Fa- Fast and Furious 1, yeah, it's an underrated movie. It's not bad. Uh, uh, definitely an interesting, like, worth to watch. watch. Like, like if you if you have friends to come over, or if you're fans of the franchise, you can watch this movie too, oh, you know. Oh, I might review more Fast and Furious films later on down the road uh, uh, because there are interesting movies. And, um, yeah, I don't know how long this could go. I think it could last up to maybe like 10 or 12. Oh, I don't know how it is because I just feel it was like the franchise in general, in general starts to like, I don't know, again, be crazy as usual because some of the events don't feel like realistic. So there you have it, have it guys. That is my review on Fast and Furious. So oh, I would, if I had to give a great aiding for this, this is how I'm. I will grade a, my movies. It's supposed to be a star rating, but we're gonna call it G stars, as just like on the show's logo. So I would probably give this a four out of five G stars. So yeah, it's a good movie. Go check it out and watch it. And personally, I would say it's one of my favorites so far. The first one. So guys, there you have it again. That's my review. Thanks for listening on the show. Keep listening in for more episodes later on. So this is Gabriel saying. Good night, everyone.